On first down, they hand off to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10, he's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice podcast. We just got done talking about the running back group versus the rest of the NFL. If you haven't checked out that video and our quarterbacks video, be sure to check those out for us, please. Today, we're going to be talking about the wide receiver group versus the rest of the NFL, how the Colts stack up amongst other wide receiver cores. So obviously this wide receiving group has had a lot of changes over this off season. And there's a lot more things that are still to be decided. Who's going to make the roster officially? How many spots are we actually going to see filled? But there are four guys that we do know definitively who we have that will be playing this year. And we could potentially talk about a fifth or sixth option if we want to go that route. But, uh, Cody, let's go ahead and start here with uh, the first guy, and that is T.Y. Hilton. First guy, obviously, T.Y. Hilton missed half of uh, last season with uh, an ankle injury. And, you know, he's had a few of those over the last two years, but it's not really been much of a problem. Uh, He comes into this offseason doing much better. Uh, questions about how long he's actually going to stay with Indianapolis, but he did say that he feels a lot faster this offseason than he had in the last two years. So that's good to hear. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's a veteran in this locker room, a veteran in the league, consistently racking up thousand yard seasons throughout his career. So, uh, Cody, why don't you give me your first impressions on T.Y. Hilton and what he can provide for the Colts this season? Sure. I mean, T.Y. Hilton, obviously, he's been so consistent and so durable ever since he was drafted in 2012. Um, He's been fantastic for the Colts. And unfortunately, the last two seasons, he struggled with injuries. Obviously, in 2018, he played through those injuries. But last year, he had to miss more games than he played. So that's significant. But and I know that T.Y. Hilton had been working out and he had had an hamstring injury. Um, I just saw an update not too long ago that T.Y. Hilton had you know, addressed that and said he feels fine. He should be back within the next week or so. So no real concern there. Um, it's very early, obviously, into, um, you know, still early. He's still got a couple weeks to, to recover before the Colts hit the books in week one. Um, so he's got plenty of time to recover from that and kind of get into shape. But T.Y. Hilton has just been so consistent and so good. I mean, obviously, he's not the most physical specimen in terms of uh, height or anything like that, but he is such a fast receiver, such a good route runner. He provides so much for this wide receiver core. I mean, when he's healthy, he's always hovering around a thousand yards, if not more. So I feel like with the addition of a Philip Rivers and if T.Y. Hilton can stay healthy this year, he's really on track to have a really nice season, kind of a bounce back year from last year. So I really like T.Y. Hilton quite a lot. I think he's one of the best players on this offense, undoubtedly if he can stay healthy, but the question is, can he stay healthy? I think that's the biggest question mark around for Hilton. Yeah. I mean, basically over the last 
two seasons, that's kind of been the thing, right? He's never really had much of an injury problem before. Uh, obviously, this last season's the first time he's really missed any considerable amount of time. So he's been reliable. He's been consistent. I'm not too worried about that. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is just a guy that, despite his smaller stature versus some other wide receivers, he has very great body control, has good hands, is a great route runner, just a guy that is perfect for this locker room and what we want to try to bring to this team. And so now we talked about T.Y. Hilton. Let's talk about the second wide receiver or whom a lot of people think will be the second wide receiver on this roster for this upcoming season. And that is rookie Michael Pittman Jr. out of USC, the 6'4", 225-pound wide receiver, uh, comes into this season with high expectations. Frank Reich even calling him potentially the most NFL-ready wide receiver coming into this year. Uh, Pittman's got a lot of great things. His drop rate, it was at a, what, like 3% last uh, uh, throughout his whole career. He very rarely drops passes. The guy can get you the 50-50 ball. Uh, just another great, fun, active player that you can put into this roster. Who knows what exactly they're going to use him for. But Cody, why don't you tell me uh, your first impressions on Michael Pittman and what he is going to be able to do in this uh, offense? Mm-hmm. Michael Pittman is, it seems like he's such a professional guy already. Like he just gives him the vibes of a guy who's a veteran in the league, who's, you know, just kind of a receiver that goes up there and does it. He doesn't really talk a lot. He just goes up there and produces. Uh, obviously he still has a lot to prove coming in as a rookie, obviously with, with everything going on right now with COVID and all that stuff, it limited his, he's not going to have a preseason, you know, to kind of get acclimated to some live bullets. So I think that is significant. Pittman offered you so much that you have not had in years from your wide receiver. I mean, he's six, four, uh, almost 220 pounds. He's a big wide receiver. Um, he's what you need. And he's not, you know, for how big he is, he's also not like just slow. Like I feel like he can offer you a little bit more. He's, he's more of a red zone type of target, but he can kind of offer you in a lot of different departments. I mean, he doesn't drop the football, which I think is obviously huge especially it seems like the last few years that the thing the Colts have struggled to do is hold on to the football. So Michael Pittman is just a big body wide receiver, red zone threat for Phillip Rivers. I think that's just going to be huge for um, Rivers. We know how much he likes having those big body wide receivers. And I think Pittman kind of Vincent Jackson, who was one of Phillip Rivers' favorite receivers for years. So I think for me, yeah, I'm excited to see what Michael Pittman brings here in year one. I think with the lack of, an off season and the lack of preseason, I'm kind of just tempering my expectations and kind of giving him a little bit longer leash than I normally would. I think because I think he still has a lot to learn. This offense is, it's not easy. It's not like, I feel like the defense is a lot more simple uh, than the offense. The offense is very complex. And I think it's just going to take him time to continue to learn this offense. But I certainly think he has a lot of the physical attributes that complement T Y Hilton very well. Right, and let's not question this guy's uh, brains. I mean, a lot of people said this guy is very smart. He's a very reliable guy. He's actually played some special teams when he first came into USC. Uh, Could that be something we see him do later on in his career? Who knows? But, I mean, again, it's just another guy that I think is going to fit into this mold really well. And let's go into another guy here who we had the pleasure of having on our show uh, here a couple weeks ago, 
and that is wide receiver Zach Paschal. Uh, Zach came in last season, was the number one option for the Colts for the majority of last season. When Devin Funchess went down in week one, T.Y. Hilton went down for uh, midway through the season, Paris Campbell not being able to stay healthy, Zach Paschal had to be the number one guy. And he stepped up, had over had over 50 uh, receptions, had himself a near 700 yards. I mean, he definitely played very, very well for what the Colts were trying to get out of him. He, he provided that reliability, that constant stuff. And not to mention, Zach Paschal's only 25. I mean, he's still a young guy, and it, there's a lot more that he can do. Uh, he said he wanted to be a pro bowler uh, this next season, which we're certainly rooting for him on. We really want him to do that. Um, Cody, so obviously the wide receiver group here, it's a little more solidified this year. What are your expectations for Zach? And give me some uh, some info here on what you think he can do. Oh, I love Zach Pascal. I love what he brings to this Colts offense. He's not the most flashy receiver, but he is just so consistent. And it seems like the Colts have just had so much inconsistency in their wide receiver group the last couple of years, especially. Um, and part of it, not, you know, T.Y. Hilton was injured. That wasn't really his fault, but they've had a lot of inconsistency. They had a lot last year, a lot of injuries happened. And I just love what Zach Pascal did. I mean, the Colts had one of the worst statistically worst passing attacks last year. Zach Pascal still put over, put up like 700 yards. And I just love what he brings I think he's just grown so much in that receiver room. Um, and now you give him a legitimate quarterback that can get him the football. I think the sky's the limit for Zach Pascal. I mean, I really do. I kind of have him right now slated as the number three receiver just because the next guy we talk about, he kind of can go everywhere. So I think Pascal just offers you so much. I think he could honestly, if, if Pittman's not fully ready, I think he could easily be a very nice number two wide receiver for you know to compliment T.Y. Hilton because I just loved everything he brought last year to the Colts in terms of consistency catching the football he made big plays he did everything that you asked him to do and he's still very young he, he's a young receiver and he can offer you a lot he still has a lot of upside I feel like that has not been tapped into so I really do think that he, he said he wanted to be a Pro Bowl player I think that is achievable I really do especially with Philip Rivers throwing him the rock um, I, I really like a lot of what I saw from Zach Pascal last year. And I think every year now, you know, from 2018 to 2019, he showed a significant leap. And I'm looking for another leap for Zach Pascal. Maybe not statistically, but just consistency-wise and, and all that stuff that he can bring. I think he has a chance to really ascend um, to, to solidify himself as a really good receiver in this league. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we definitely think we both have high expectations for him going forward and we think that he can definitely make a good leap. Like you said, not statistically, but making a bigger name for himself and solidifying himself amongst the best on this roster and one of the better ones in the NFL. So let's talk about guy number four. Um, and when we talk about like number guys, number three, four, two, I mean, we're not necessarily thinking in order here. We're just kind of thinking of guys in this for uh just as the player but Paris Campbell a guy that we drafted in 2019 uh we, a guy that we had high hopes for just obviously didn't get to play very much because of his injuries uh just continued to get himself hurt a lot throughout the season during play so he missed the majority of the season and Chris Ballard has said this offseason he's done a much better job of getting his body right 
making sure he's doing things to physically get his body in better shape to handle the punishment of playing in an NFL uh, game. So I'm already uh, liking that. And obviously he's getting in the better direction for himself. Uh, Paris Campbell, a guy that has phenomenal breakaway speed in open field, just makes you just blows you away with his speed and a guy that can create plays both in special teams and on offense. And just, again, just blows you away with how quick he is. And it just makes him a, a very, a very special option at that wide receiver group. What they want to do with him in packages, I don't know. But Cody, what are you thinking here for Paris Campbell? Yeah, the key, like T.Y. Hilton, is if he can stay healthy, I think he has a chance to really make a big impact. I mean, you saw flashes last year in multiple games of what Paris Campbell can do if he's healthy and if he gets the ball in his hands. I mean, he's electric. There's a reason why he was the fastest receiver taken in the 2019 draft. I mean, he's got that home run ability. The Colts, I feel like, have a lot of guys with home run ability. It's just they get, need to get the ball in their hands more, and those guys need to be on the field. So for Paris Campbell, I feel like he's still developing as a route runner, and that was the biggest knock on him coming out of Ohio State. But I feel like he also offers a lot. Um, just getting the ball out of out of Philip Rivers' hands, giving him chances to go and make plays. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, Derek, that's a lot of what Ohio State did with Paris Campbell is they just got the ball in his hands and let him go make a play. And I feel like the Colts can do similar. I mean, they've talked about you do, using that RPO game, getting the ball in the hands of your playmakers and letting him go and make plays. And I think Philip Rivers does a good job at that. He's one of the best in the league. So if Paris Campbell can stay healthy, I expect big things out of Paris Campbell this year. I really think he's on track um, to have a really nice sophomore season. And it's going to be interesting because I think the beauty of all four of these wide receivers is that each one you can make a strong case is going to have a great year if healthy. And I, I think that, that that is something that the Colts have not had in so long. The addition of Michael Pittman, I think, helps a lot. And then if these guys can stay healthy, I mean, I think the sky's the limit for all four of these guys and Paris Campbell if he can stay relatively healthy this year. Absolutely. So now we're kind of getting into the aspect of the fifth and sixth wide receivers. Uh, let's not take too much time to really think here with um, trying to break down each one of these, but let's kind of break these a uh, couple of these guys into the mix and we'll just kind of break them down as one player here. You have Darius Fountain, Marcus Johnson, Ashton Doolin, Desmond Patman, the four guys that have been consistently talked about on who's going to make the roster for the wide receiver group. Uh, Cody, kind of tell me which one you think has the best shot and what all these guys provide for this wide receiver group. As far as best shot, I mean, I think I got to go. I can't go wrong. I can't go wrong with Marcus Johnson. Like I can't go against him. Just because he's offered a lot uh, when he's been on the field, he had some nice games last year, um, and you know he knows this offense. And I think that is ultimately what's going to put him over the edge for me for number five is the fact that he's played significant snaps. None of these other guys really have to this point, and he knows this offense. And it's not going to take him a long time to figure out this playbook. He can be called upon if need be, and he can play special teams. He can do everything for you. Um, I like Marcus Johnson a lot. I think he's really, I don't think there's, I think, I think people have said, and we've said a little bit about the competition at five, 
honestly, I feel like Marcus Johnson for me is just far, far and away the easiest option, especially with the shortened everything. Um, Cause he knows everything about this offense. That That's kind of my take on that in terms of if the Colts keep six, um, it's going to come down ultimately to me who plays special teams. And I know, obviously we want Reese fountain. We like Reese fountain. We want him to make the final 53 man roster, but I think Sam, our, our friend, Sam, who's been on this podcast, he's really kind of started to convince me a little bit about Ashton Doolin uh, for the fact that Ashton Doolin played special teams last year for the Colts. Ideally number six wide receiver really won't see the field. So Ashton Doolin for me has, I think a really good shot unless Reese fountain and, and Desmond Patman or one of those guys, kind of all of a sudden is a special teams, you know, ace. I think Ashton Doolin honestly has a leg up just because maybe not for potential and upside as a wide receiver, but in terms of special teams, I think that could ultimately put him over the top and we could see Reese and Desmond Patman on the practice squad this year. I guess we can go with talking about where does this wide receiver group stack up amongst the rest of the NFL. So from number one to number eight, where are you thinking? Because last season they had us ranked as the 22nd best wide receiver core. Obviously that's changed a lot because, you know, the injuries and, you know, things of that nature and, you know, uncertainty with a lot of guys. I think this year we have a little bit more of a standard of who we have and what they can provide for us. Where do you think this team ranks and wide receiver core amongst all of the NFL? Mm-hmm. I think if fully healthy, they have a chance to be anywhere from 10 to 15. I think that's kind of the sweet spot I'm looking at anywhere in between there. I think 10 being probably the highest because of some of the, the things I stated, like there's some guys that still are, are learning this offense and learning that stuff. But all, I do think it's a very talented group. I think it has a chance in the next couple of years because it's very young still outside of T.Y. Hilton. I think it has a chance to ascend to a top unit. As it stands right now, there's just a lot of question marks, whether that be injuries, whether that be, you know, Michael Pittman transitioning to the NFL level. Um, So for me, I could go anywhere from 10 to 15. I think that's kind of the sweet spot for me. Um, Derek, where are you kind of having these guys right now? I'm curious. I'm I'm going right kind of towards the middle. I'm thinking 15th in that area because I expect us to jump a little bit. I don't understand how much – Uh, it's just going to be a matter of whether or not we stay healthy and what we can provide. I think anywhere from 12 to 15th would be good for them. Uh, That's a considerable jump. I just don't know if we're going to jump as high as what I originally think we can. Uh, Maybe in a few years when, you know, Paris Campbell solidifies himself, Michael Pittman solidifies himself, and we get Zach Pascal to continue to do what he's doing, then this group can be a consistently good group. I just think with uncertainty right now, I just don't want to put them too high. Fair. I, I think 10 would be the absolute highest I would go. I don't think it'll be 10. I think it'll probably be somewhere in between there. So probably 12 or 13 is probably where I'm going to go, but I can totally see your argument there. I think 12 to 15 is probably the most reasonable and I definitely agree. All right. So guys, I think that's going to do it here for Cody and I. Uh, Let us know in the comments what you think of this wide receiver group. Obviously, a lot's been going into it. Uh, We expect a jump this year. How much of a jump? We'd like to hear your thoughts on that. But thank you guys so much for the continued support. And as always, go Colts.